Welcome back, superstar. Thank you. AJ McCall at VFX. McCall back from Montana, and I can only assume world famous at this point, considering the fact that you got hit up to be in basically everyone's music videos. So, I don't know what to say to that. (laughs) Well, are you world famous? No. Like, sometimes I get recognized when I go to pick up coffee, but... That's a start, right? I mean, yeah. How does it feel? To, because I feel like that's an opportunity unless you're like um, a professional dancer, which no I'm offense. I'm not. You're not. McCall is the most You do awkward. occasionally dance for charity. Yeah, but I don't do a great job at it. It's still kind of a weird sentence. Um, it, yeah, it is a weird sentence. Da- dancing with the star. Relay for life, dancing with the star. I feel like <laughs> I should you. just clarify right now. Thank you for right clarifying. Now. Because, yeah. yes, no lady dancer of the night happening yeah, all just, up in just this. Just so there's no confusion. So I... <laughs> the way I feel about it is that, honestly... So I got hit up last week on, I think like Tuesday, Tuesday evening. It was like, hey, you want to come be in this music video? And I was like, oh, sweet. Actually, I'm going to go home and like die because I didn't get any sleep last night. And then I got a message the next day. It was like, hey, do you want to be in my music video from somebody else? And I was like, okay, universe, I see you. So yes, I'm I'm excited. I'm being in a music video. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm like super out of it this morning. Yeah, so my I, brain is my still only in advice Montana. I was going to give you having never done it before was, oh, you great, know, thanks. just don't be awkward please. and you're not really doing you, you you know, a great job of that no. thus far. You can't tell me to not be awkward because then I'll just like, I just, that's what well, I do. They, I mean, the whole idea is I'm assuming that they're going to have some kind of act for you, but you know, look natural. Uh, but, uh, you know, good, good. <laughs> just, Thank you. Thank just you. don't think about it. Good luck. Thank good you. luck in your new level of fame. Hey, Music video I, fame. Do I look natural right now? Yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> You did until you half smiled. I was going to say uh, yes. And then she just did one of those like, all right, we're taking uh-huh. pictures, smile. And you're like, okay. Chandler being like. I'm smiling. Not great. Not great. Nope. Uh, speaking it's of musics. Okay. Uh, speaking of music, you Musics. missed an interview with a very special someone. I want to play a little bit for you because she's oh, also sweet. local. Awesome. Who is pursuing a dream and her story yes. is amazing. I love it. And Pursue you your dreams. Missed that from Friday. Prime opportunity. Yeah. The AJ and McCall show on Friday was uh, lucky to have a local celebrity. Uh, on the show, uh, Kennedy Dodds was on America's Got Talent. AJ McCall at VFX. Slayed the first performance, and she was nice enough to stop by and kind of talk about it. I just wanted to play part as if you missed it. You could hear the full interview. You can see actually her performance on our website right now, Utah's VFX. Since McCall was on vacation, I wanted to play it for you myself to make sure you heard it. little bit of context, she talks about her family. She's the only one in her family that doesn't suffer from affliction that uh, eventually takes her eyesight. Everyone else does. So you know that context, but here she is talking about her family and her inspiration for all the things she does music. My little sister, Alexis, came up to me when she was probably three. I don't know. But she came up to me and she's like, I want to see you on America's Got Talent. And I was like, really? And I was like, why? And she's like, because um, I want to be able to see you on a big stage before I can't see you anymore. And so that was like kind of kind of just you know, hit me a little bit and I was like, okay, I will. And I worked really hard to get there. And I was just, she was really excited that we were all there and I was excited that she could come. And my mom, she's such a huge inspiration for so many people. And, you know, and she does all the grocery shopping. She does our hair. She does, you know, she does the cooking, the cleaning. She's just such an amazing, um, person and I just love her so much and my dad he's a two-time Paralympic athlete bronze medalist and he's retired now from an accident he had um he fell in a construction hole with Alexis on his shoulders and he got um a traumatic brain injury from that but he's still um he he kind of is my coach now and he's training me and we write all my songs together and he's been with me throughout the whole journey and the whole process and you know behind the scenes and we write all of our songs together like I said and 
you know, he's really been there for me the whole time. So my family's been really supportive. You know, when I think about Simon Cowell, I think of a Grinch. I just think of this grumpy old guy who just likes yeah, to yell at people. And then, you, and then I watch your performance and his heart just melts right there. You made his heart melt. That's impossible to do. What was it like to hear such complimentary comments from a guy who's known to be a grumpy old man? Well, funny thing is, when I was little, I had this my little pony and I'd used to watch him on like American Idol and stuff and I chose him to be Simon Cowell and I would have all my stuffed animals audition for him and then I would audition for him and yeah and my dad asked me one time why I chose him to be Simon and I said because they stitched the mouth on in a way that it makes it look like it's frowning and (laughs) Simon always had a frowny face and I always want to make him smile so the fact that I made him smile made me really proud of myself. Uh, that was RJ that you heard asking a question, too, because he filled in while McCall's on vacation. I tell you, uh, despite her youth, one of the most mature and sincere people I have ever had a conversation with. Kennedy Dodds uh, from Utah was on America's Got Talent, made it to the next round. She was awesome. She brought her mom in with her, who was also awesome, and her story is absolutely amazing. And I felt like everyone needed to hear that maybe a second time, and McCall absolutely needed to hear that. Yeah, super cool. But you can hear the full interview, see her full performance at uh, utahsvfx.com. Please do check it out. Um, she made, handled so much, obviously, with such grace and strength, and it's inspiring. Yeah. Um, especially uh, when you look at the Debated 8 recap, and Ajay and I, on uh, this past week, Thursday, it was Thursday, sorry, not Friday, got into Greatest Fears, and it just, uh, it's kind of wimpy. I'm going to be honest. It's a little bit wimpy. Someone needs our help, Ajay. It's AJ McCall's Debate Date, brought to you by Beezer Locky Key on VFX. AJ filling in for McCall. She's on vacation. YFX sent uh, VFX a message because her husband is being ridiculous. Okay. She says that they're uh, looking to buy their first house. Congratulations. Yeah. Good call. Uh, but they've been doing a lot of shopping. You know, market is kind of hot right now in Utah, mm-hmm. so it's been kind of tough trying to keep a, a, so much strict price range. Finally, finally, they found one. They went inside the house. They liked the way it looked. Wife says she loves everything about it. It's it's almost perfect. Way, way within uh, living in or settling for uh, because it matches everything they were looking for. Problem is, they then uh, took a tour around the house, found out it's right next to a cemetery, and the husband is trying to ex the whole thing. Even though he agrees the house itself, good. Next to cemetery, mm-mm. Here's the thing is, look, I watch more scary movies than I probably should because I get nightmares every night. Uh, and, I, and there's been many nights where I don't sleep and then I come and do VFX with you or McCall. Uh, but if it is within your range, you cannot be – beggars can't be choosers as the cliche usually goes. Right. And in a, as you said, hot market the way it is, it's as your there. real it's estate agent, sort of. Uh, you I, for commission after this advice? <laughs> I would suggest you do what has been. I mean, like if it. I mean, if you walk into something like that, how do you say no? I know it's next to a cemetery, but I mean, unless the cemetery has zombies crawling up at eight o'clock at night, <laughs> that might be the fear. Suck it up. It, it, I gotta be honest. Ugh. Deal breaker without uh, knowing what their dream house is, uh, though. As again, Wifex says it's it's pretty close to perfect. Probably not, but I mean, it would bug me a little bit too, especially but if it's no, like if it's, it's like house, your fence, if there's a fence, and then cemetery. I'd be like, okay, well then get the story behind it. Like, right, every scary movie that has a house, you know, a big haunted house, you know, they end up giving like the back lore to the story of, of what the house is like or the the scary stories. If <laughs> go in there, hey, okay, have you ever seen a ghost? No, have you ever seen like little, like in almost what uh, Caspers rolling around the home? No spirits. Okay, Any well then, creep. yeah, spirits. Any Thank weird you. moaning. Yeah, then we are just fine. The lights turn on by themselves. Do appliances turn on by themselves? Just yeah. asking all these questions. Are dishes like, being uh, thrown around the house without you even touching them? Did I, someone I die here? <laughs> Do you hear weird knocking at nights? Is the last person that lived fine. here buried in the cemetery, cemetery next door? And you know what the bad thing is? And it's, it's the husband being scared. Okay, the wife is, you know, toughening up here. And saying, you know what? This is our home. Let's do this. This isn't your final home. You might that build could your be true, and because you might build your dream house later on in life. That's this fair. is your first home. That's fair. Live the dream. 
So we took it to the uh, poll of the day, Palmer Home First Street's poll of the day. Would you buy a house next to a cemetery? 59% said doesn't bother me. So what, about what about you? Three. Of, I don't think it would be a deal breaker. It would bug me. I don't know that it would be a deal breaker. I, depend, I mean, how big is the cemetery? I probably would still I probably would still take it. Here's the crazy thing, though, Ajay. So about three of every five people say, okay, I think I'd be in. Tons of people. Uh, James, I grew up down the street from cemetery. Wasn't that bad. Sarah, I live next to one. Best neighbors. They're quiet, though not going to lie. First time you hear the 21-gun salute, it takes, takes you by surprise. Uh Lacey, yes, the neighbors would be quiet. Uh, Ashley did say that's asking for a haunting. It's my girlfriend, so apparently it is a deal breaker. <laughs> Nick says ghost hunting. Damon says I already lived down the street from one. Sh- uh, Shalita says I would love it. Ashley said nope, I have nightmares about this as a kid. I would never live next to a freeway or an airport either. Wow. Jesse says I lived in a dorm in Price. It was across the street from a cemetery. It was beautiful during the day, but I always felt creeped out at night. Well, you're going to. It's a cemetery. Ugh. There's no way you don't. You know but how again, sometimes, unless you see spirits or people crawling around the house, you're fine. You know how sometimes you, your mind plays tricks on you, like you see oh, something all move the time. Out. Me, oh, all could the you time. imagine if you're oh. getting up in the middle of the night no, going to get water and you look out the window? Silver lining, silver lining, silver lining, silver lining, silver lining, silver lining. McCall, since you actually have a house yeah. right next door to a cemetery, what's your take on that? I live next door to a cemetery for a long <gasps> time. It's fine. Are you dead? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. The lack of coffee in my system seems to uh, confirm. <laughs> you learn something new every day. <laughs> uh, not a deal breaker then for you. No. Uh, I, I think ultimately if the house is as close to perfect as WifeX messaged us and said it, I feel like you got to take it. Though again, I was glad that my girlfriend commented and said eh, no. And I was like, oh. Look. <sighs> <laughs> I am um, mm, mm. I'm not going to tell you what you should be investing in right now That's not my job I'm not an investment broker I wouldn't buy a house right now though It's expensive I'll hear that Ding. I'll hear a lot of that That's all I got I'll hear a ton of that That's all I got I'm happy to say that there's no tricks here I'm back on your side As McCall's return is the keeper of the Florida stories That's right I didn't do any peeking, so I don't know what she's going to magically pull out. It's a vault sealed away. AJ McCall on VFX. True. I went, 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 Freedom celebrating? Question mark. Mm, I America, guess. America, yes. A uh, guy throws a lit firecracker under a sleeping nine-year-old's bed in the worst Fourth of July prank ever. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, what, what? Boom! Terrified. Yeah. Anyway, there's story one. Like I, there's I don't know about you. My Facebook page is littered with people want uh, not whining. It's a legit complaint that people were shooting fireworks off late into the night, even last night. Oh yeah. And that was outside, and they're inside. This oh, yeah. jerk threw a firework at her girl's... Mm, punch him in the face. Yep, there's story one. Story number two, three carjackers failed to... Th- when some somehow none of them could get the woman's car to start. <laughs> there were three of them. Three of them couldn't figure it if out. If there's three of them, at least one of you ought to have a basic understanding no. of like no. maybe some car nuances, how to jump the car for sure. These, are, these guys are dumb. Dumb, dumb. There's story two. Then we got story number three. The non-starting car. A guy who slashes a woman's tires to try to meet them is busted because he did it the same woman twice. (laughs) How about don't? (laughs) So there you go. We got three crazy stories. That is not how I thought that sentence is nope. going to end. You can't meet somebody like that, okay? Twice. And if you if you think maybe, just maybe, you're going to be the knight in shining armor because it's like, oh, yeah, somebody slashed your tires. Man, Who would have done this? Oh, me. Again? Again? It was me. It was me. Anyway. <laughs> AJ and McCall on VFX dealing with this uh, Monday a little bit rough. How about you, Gilbert? True. It is Monday. Monday yes. had a face. You'd punch it. Yes. That's right.
Ah, oh, that is. Yep, I'm gonna tattoo that somewhere. You I'm need like, to. I'm put it on my knuckles. You, you got room right on Monday, your knuckle. That's Monday perfect. had a face. I would punch it. That's if my Monday had a saying. face, I would also punch it. All right, I lo- I like your attitude, uh, Gilbert. I feel confident now in our teamwork here for Florida and I. Oh yeah. Sweet. All right, three full stories, please, McCall. Story number one: A nine-year-old girl was traumatized because a 44-year-old man threw a bunch of lit firecrackers under her bed. On Saturday. That would be legitimately terrifying. Now, this guy was living in the family's backyard. That's he had permission, also legitimately yeah, terrifying. He had permission to live in the backyard. He did not have permission to come inside the house. He was arrested and charged with child cruelty and burglary. He also was found with uh, two grams of meth in his pocket and tacked on a drug charge as well. Wow. So, he had permission to live in their backyard but not come in their house. Yep. Nobody warrants being treated that way, but it kind of seems like they had an idea that maybe this wasn't the best of people, you know, because he wasn't allowed in the house. Right. So just tell him to Amsgray. So there's number one. Then you got story number two, which involves three carjackers running away after they were unable to start a car they tried to steal from a lady. Uh, searched by officers from several little areas within that vicinity, led to the arrest of a teen and his two accomplices uh, remain at large as of yesterday oh, afternoon. I say, so well, they don't know where he's at. I don't think you can charge him with carjacking because they get anywhere. They just aggressively violated the seat check order. So anyway, uh, she she got out of her car shortly after 8 a.m. because one of them brandished a gun, demanded the car as the other two threw her to the ground. Leave the old lady alone, okay? Leave him alone. What a fail safe by that vehicle back. You know what? No. Crap. Sorry. I can't. Dead. I can't. Just, yep. Car just died. Yep. So they tried to just turn the turn the key. It wouldn't go. They were like, oh, I don't know what to do. What do we do? What do we do? <laughs> Bounce. Run. Anyway, they, they are uh, between the ages of 18 and 20. So morons. Yeah, there's story two. Just be glad the stupid stuff you did as a teenager, the yeah. royal you, was not that. Yeah. And then story number three, some guy got busted for slashing a lady's tires, then offering to help her as a way to try and meet her. Now, he tried this move <laughs> on the same woman so a year dumb. ago. Turns out he's been busted for it twice oh before. God. So this is like the fourth time that he's done it. So anyway, is he like having success with it, or is he like, like, uh, does it not work? And he goes back to drive. He said, no, 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 okay. If I just tweak this, this is perfect. They're saying he may have done it at least a thousand times. A thousand times. So wow, it's a horrible pickup pickup technique. Apparently, pretty bad memory too. If he thinks he's gonna go back to the exact same lady, right? Wow. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. There you go. What his percentage was. Yeah, right? That's a good question. I don't even know. You know what? I mean, he's only been he's only case... been busted twice before for it, so. Wow. In the case of true love, it only takes once. Oh, gosh. There you go. Three crazy stories, Gilbert. <laughs> All right, Gilbert. What are you thinking? I, I, I think pretty quickly, I say one or three, because I'm going to be honest, two is stupid, but, you know, teenagers do dumb things. That's true. One's hard because Fourth of July. There's a lot of crazy stories out there. Yeah, I know. That's what's challenging because, like, that's what's so weird to me too. Like, so obviously they told him you got to, you can stay in the backyard. You can't come in the house. Would I mean I wouldn't want strangers in my house either. But it, it it's questionable. But I don't know. Three's not just, especially if we talk about a thousand. I think I'm leaning one slightly. Yeah, let's go with one. Oh boy, here we go. I like blowing things up, so I enjoyed the Fourth of July. Yeah. Can't say I've never done that, and I regret. But you never thrown firecrackers under somebody else's bed before, right? No. Okay, thank you. <laughs> is it story number one, McCall? It is, Gilbert. Congratulations. Ooh. Nice. We got some Johnny O Spud nuts for you. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Cool. Congratulations to Gilbert. He's getting free food and responsibly supporting fireworks. Gilbert is. Oh, yeah. He is. Oh, yeah. Florida and on VFX. McCall, we can't be done with these. Because how do, you, not. how do you have someone in your backyard that clearly you're not comfortable being anywhere in the house and you're like, oh, they did something yeah, crazy. That's okay. You can, you can live in my and then That's fine. The, the slashing of tires thing, it was funny enough. It was funny enough when it was just, you know, that. Right. A thousand times? A thousand. Yeah. One zero zero zero. Yeah. That's a thousand. That is, a, that is, wow, that's a thousand. Let's start from the beginning here with these Florida and hot stories. Two in particular, story one and three. Okay. The two I was down to, AJ McCloud, VFX. 
letting someone like am I a bad person that if I I heard this, the first story there's somebody that they the family let live in their backyard wouldn't let yep. come in your house like even the family member you probably like the least I don't think you'd subject you wouldn't subject to be like all right you're camping you probably let him at least crash on your couch right maybe but again. That was a story that was in Florida. I mean, fair. So fair. it's a little warmer outside. Be oh, okay. I thought you were going from the standpoint if it's a, it's allowed to have a little bit more crazy leeway. Oh, I mean that too. But <laughs> just no, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I, was, even, I was just saying. Even still, like your most disliked fan, unless like they just absolutely personally offended you, like the one you just don't like for whatever reason, uh-huh. you're still probably going to let them crash on the living room couch, at least the floor. I mean, maybe. You yeah. Just make them sleep outside? I wouldn't, but whatever, okay. I guess. So that's why I and, also don't have kids, though. Uh, so. Yes. But am I a bad person for being like, okay, well, wait, like, not like, what did you expect to happen? But kind of, what did you expect to happen? You're just like letting some stranger live in your backyard. Just tell them to move along. Yeah. And then there's the the genius guy who's got the uh, thousand attempts at his his great pickup line. I guess yeah. you find something that works for you and you just kind of roll with it. Potentially slashing tires a thousand times to meet women, I guess, so he could be the... Hero? On the knight in shining armor, I guess, is kind of where he was going with that one. Honestly, I honestly don't know how this guy was like, yeah, okay, this is a great idea. Because, you know, people are worried about trafficking and all of that kind of stuff that's happening. So, I don't know, maybe (laughs) don't. As a fella, I feel like that, uh, that whole scenario where, like, you do something great and then the woman's like, oh, thank you, do you want to... It's, no. it's so overplayed. It's I think dumb. most people it's now would just be like, thank you so much. I really appreciate yep. it. And they'll be like, <laughs> I would assume offer some token gesture, but it's not going to be like, we're going to fall. Nope. It doesn't work Women, that way. Here's, here's, here's a story time. Ready? Women are appreciative of you doing good things for them. Got it. But not because they need you to. Like, it's a thank you. Yeah. But it's not like a, oh my gosh, I am so indebted to you now. <laughs> I have Sweep to, me off my feet. Wow, I am so... I mean, no, get out. Get out with that BS. Garbage. Thousands of times. Tires are not cheap either. That's no. an adult realization yes. that I've had. Yes, They're it is. They're not cheap. I'd be so mad. Yeah. So mad. It is the... It is... This is a very... There's, this is a very stupid story. This guy thinking he can get away with this is just... The dumbest thing in the world. Yes. Talk about manipulative relationship. Yes. Get out. We're not done with vehicles either. With it being Monday, that means a fresh round of Park Narks. VFX's Park Narks has two nominees go head to head as we try to find the worst parking spot in the valley. Let me start with Park Narks at VFX by asking you, what is worse, a parking infraction or a driving infraction? I mean, if you're looking at it, legally speaking... Uh, driving. Okay, because this may be the first time ever, at least that I can remember on Park Narks. We have someone trying to do a little enforcing of their own, though it does come expensive uh, of a different type of infraction. AJ McCall at VFX. Park Narks. Every week, two terrible parking spots go head-to-head, and the worst one, the Narker, gets rewarded with an Apple Spice gift card as you vote and decide which one is the most annoying parking spot. So nominee number one, my car's cooler so I get to park wherever I want. Yep. Whole That's bunch what it of looks people like, right? Parking vertically. Absolutely. This guy came in parking horizontal on the stripy rectangle was like, excuse me, nailed it. This is my spot. And it is, it is. I have a black Camaro. Yeah. Leave me alone. It is one Thank of those you. cars where you're like, it if is new, it a is tool clean. got out, I'd be like, yeah, all right. Not, yeah. not shocked that that yeah. guy's a tool. Yeah. You see, you see like a wrench on the floor or something, you'd be like, oh, yeah, got it. Exactly what I meant. Yep. Except also kind of not all that because this person also probably pretends to know things about me. I'm getting too much of the profile yep, yep. of the person that drives yep. this car. What we're How focusing on is the parking spot and it's bad. Nominee number two is, I think, the first vigilante we've ever had in Park Narcs. Probably so. Probably not the last, though. Don't count them out. Well, I also don't want to encourage it. Of course not. Because this was at the expense of parking also. But, you know, people still 
people still are going to do the vigilante work. Nominee number two, you have to stop before the stop, and I'm here to enforce it. In a parking lot, someone who I think finally, for the first time in a while, fit in the lines. The problem is is that their nose is stuck out in the the non-parking spot right before the stop where people, you know, check left, check right, and then turn and make sure they don't hit cars or pedestrians. Kind of an important thing. Mm, Yeah. I mean, basically, this is the, this, it's this, then Batman. That's the steps. Yep. This, Batman. Batman. (laughs) So, so decide for yourself which one's worse. Nominee number one, who definitely did that on purpose. Nominee number two, who maybe they got faulty brakes, McCall. Maybe the car just rolls a little bit. You know what? Okay. They had to back the thing in. Legitimately terrifying. How do you back it in that bad? I don't know, man. I don't know. If you're not that comfortable, you got to get out and have someone go, oh, oh yeah, come on. Still, still yep. play. Come on. Keep it going. Yep. Decide for yourself on our social media, Utah's VFX, which parking spot is the most annoying in Cache Valley this week? VFX's Park Narks. While we're talking vehicles, we can all be forgetful. I mean, who hasn't wandered into a room once in a while and thought, <laughs> okay, why did I come in here again? My entire existence. But there are some things I think on the forget me scale that, uh, you know, I think might carry a little bit more weight, more a little bit more importance. And one of the AJ and McCall show may have found that, Uh-oh. which is ironic because they forgot it. Now, normally I say that the AJ and McCall show has uh, some kind of law immunity because I want someone to tell me a funny story and be like, no, oh, it's fine. No idea, actually. AJ and McCall at VFX, but I'll try one more time. We have law immunity, McCall. No, we don't. <laughs> you tell this story. Look, everyone is forgetful. Everyone at some point forgets a date, forgets keys, wallet, locks keys. Into right. We've all been there. Right. So everybody have a little empathy because McCall fought the, forgot the granddaddy of them all. Yeah, I did. So check this out. I went into a bank to close an account. And right. as I went in there, I was getting my stuff all closed and the lady's like, hey, just so you know, as we get all wrapped up, this was on, what day was it? Last week sometime. Had to have been Tuesday or Monday because I ended up leaving and going out of town. So I go in, I sit down with her and she's like, just so you know, we can take expired driver's licenses because the driver's license division has been closed for however long. Pandemic. But I just wanted to give you the heads up. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, wait a second, is my driver's license expired? And she's like, yeah. And nah, I was she's like, just throwing a little random fun fact at you. Okay, how did my driver's license expire? Like, I never got a letter in the yeah, mail. Should, I feel like you should definitely you, get that. you're supposed to be getting, yeah, like, a letter in the mail fair. to say, hey, heads up, your freaking driver's license is going to expire. And also... They've been closed. Dude, seriously. <laughs> I went in a year and a half ago to get a new driver's license. Right. So how, 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 in the last year and a half, is it like, oh, yeah, this is going to expire? Like, Assuming you're not lying, someone screwed up. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. And I talked to Dustin about there's it. there's two McCall Taylors no. and they sent your new driver's license to that other McCall Taylor. <laughs> that would be crazy because then she would also live at my address because that's the reason why I had to go in there to go and change my address. Mm. So I went in, changed my address, had to pay for another copy, my freaking driver's license. And mm. now it's like, oh, okay, great. So I'm like driving around like a panicked psycho everywhere I go. It's like, don't go one mile over the speed limit. Make sure your headlights aren't out. Freaking headlights, because there's another one that blew out, and I put a new one in this last week. But I'm like literally worried. Is it possible that in your secret town you tell nobody about driver's licenses only last for a year and a half? No, because I still (laughs) had to go to the one here to get my freaking driver's license. So quite... Like, honestly, I'm trying to figure out what to do because I'm going to have to just go in there and pop in and see if I can go inside. Do I know if I can go into the driver's license division? No, I have no idea because it has not been something that I have researched. I look online. It says schedule an appointment online. I click on the schedule appointment online button and it ends up popping up with this notice. It's like, due to COVID-19, this link is no longer available. I'm like, okay, so. It sounds like you got the green light then to drive around with an expired license. Dude, and I've called in 
to see what I need because like I've never had my license expire. This has never been something that has happened. Right. So I'm like, do I have to take the test? Do I have to bring in like buku dollars? <laughs> do I have what what that kinds of so what kinds of paperwork do I need again. to bring in to be able to go and get it fixed, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Facebook page. And totally every time dude, me. every time I call in, it goes through this loop. Of things. If you're trying to register your vehicle, you got to go to the Department of Motor Vehicles. If you're trying to do this, call this number. If you want a CDL test, call this number. If you want to schedule an appointment, log on online to our website. It's clearly and all a conspiracy <laughs> theory just to make you really mad. Ooh. <laughs> they you didn't know, renew it. They keep sending you on a message. The link doesn't work. You know, driver's license division, you're already a pain in my butt. Okay? Very reasonable. It's a very, very reasonable <sighs> thing to say. But I'm really excited to go get a new driver's license picture because I've lost weight since then. So I'm excited to compare the two. Anyway. McCall keeping up the solar lighting. Beside the point. Yeah. I yeah, just. Totally. So now I got to go in and chill at the driver's license division. I guess. I don't even know if I could go in there. I'm going to drive over there. They're going to be like, sorry, you can't come in I here. I wish you well. If Ugh. you see the VFX fan pulled over, just know. It's not me driving. It was probably McCall. It wasn't me driving. It's probably McCall. Drive that van, I got my own car. Why would I drive the van? Speaking of driving, and uh, since you're fresh off uh, the uh, taking a vacation, yeah. I think you can give us good perspective on this because okay. there has become a shortage Uh-oh. of things associated with uh, vacation, and it's caused a pandemic. Oh, at this point, I think we've all heard pandemic, but what about vandemic, McCall? I don't even know what that means. AJ McCall at VFX. Well, you're fresh off your vacation, so yes. I think you're just the right person to give us the perspective on this because apparently, I don't know why, but there okay. has been a massive rush on buying camper vans and boats. Camper vans and boats and boats. I'm saying so. These are two separate things, right? Two We're not separate saying things. like a van boat. No, 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 no. It's a van. It's a boat. Van it's a van boat. and boat. Two okay. items. Okay. Panic buying camper vans and boats in hopes of salvaging their company. There are plenty of businesses that reported massive sales as people are trying to have some kind of summer, and it's been deemed vandemic. That's stupid, but okay. <laughs> Look, I went out camping, and we were we were hanging out. We were in Montana. It was the coolest of the coolest, and we passed a couple of like decked out vans. Right. That it was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Meh. I don't know. I feel like it's, I don't know. It's nice because obviously you're mobile. <laughs> and you can bounce around wherever yes. you want to. But it's f- can you put a four-wheeler in a van? I don't yes, think so. Yes, I'm going to say yes. No, you can't put a four-wheeler. Yes. No four-wheeler in van. I think you could. No. Uh, it's ironic because we were just talking about boats a uh, week, week and a half yeah. ago. There's a woman from Florida who's quoted as saying she heard about dwindling boat inventory, obviously, since she lives in Florida. So she hurried to buy one and paid $50,000. That is stupid. She said, wow. when we picked out our boat, there was literally nothing left on the lot. Because everybody's buying boats and vans. <sighs> boats and vans. That's how that song goes. Vandemic. Boats and vans. It's a pandemic. Um, No. Someone who doesn't do a ton of camping, you can't. I mean, I, I'm sure the van adds to the quality of Whatever. life and whatnot, but you can you can totally just go. Yeah, you just like pack you up don't the car, need take a tent it's, and it's, Yeah, it's very simple. It's fairly simple. I've you done know? it. If you have a tent, you're good. I mean, really, you need a tent. In my case, you need some sort of like coffee mixture thing. <laughs> Hot water, a pot to be able to boil hot water Key in. Key information for everybody. That's about it, okay? That's it. Find you some leaves, find you some shrubbery that you can eat, call it good. <laughs> no van, just a bush, a coffee pot, of course, because we're roughing it, come on, and of some way to get there. You're golden. Look, you'd be roughing you it. You are golden. You'd be roughing it if you were camping with me and there was no coffee, so. Oh my gosh. I, I'm, I'm just saying, okay, you don't need to go out and buy an expensive van. The media obviously created this one too, right? Obviously. Hello. Just get out there and buy a cheap van and then you can do your own demo. <laughs> it'll be done after the pandemic and then it'll sit in your driveway for six months to, you know, seven years for you to be like, yeah, I was going to fix this one day. <laughs> Isn't that how it goes? Yep. What's that in the drive? Oh, it's just my oh, new project. Yeah, it's a project. It's my new project. Dude, it's been there for seven years. Yeah, I, well, I'll, I'll get to it. I've been busy. I've been blah, working. Blah. AJ McCall at VFX.
Speaking of roughing it, oh uh, we got a message about someone who's in a peculiar situation and needs advice. Oh, no. Because no one wants to be the third wheel. But when it's your living arrangement, <sighs> that sounds extra bad. The AJ and McCall take is needed once again, McCall. Oh, good. Someone's searching for advice. I'm so glad. For the Beezer Lock and Key debated A.VFX. So here's the message we got. Uh, I'm best friends with my roommates while we moved in together. We've been living together for a few years. We've been in this apartment for just a year. My roommate's been dating a guy for, I think, six six months. Six okay. months. And uh, has gotten really serious with him and now wants to move him in. Okay. I want her to be happy. I'm all for it. But this guy in particular gives me uh, some weird vibes. I don't think it's a good idea. And I'm uncomfortable with them moving in. What do I do? Mm. Well, <sighs> is your face okay? What just happened? Nothing. Okay, great. Um, I think that maybe if they're so serious, they should just like find their own place. But the girl, the friend, and the, the boyfriend. friend and the boyfriend, friend and the boyfriend. Yeah, I think they should maybe like find their own place. So- I don't know. It's weird. That's a hard situation. It's, it's, it's tricky. <laughs> There's it is. no denying it. It's not tricky. So let's, let's first let's look at the poll of the day. So can a roommate veto someone's significant other for moving in? Yes. Poll uh, of the day. Eighty seven percent of people said veto power. See, I think I think that you can. I also think that it has to come down to your lease though. So like if you have like a rental agreement or something, who's on the rental agreement? Because if that person whose boyfriend wants to move in is the one that has the rental agreement and you just pay rent, oh, you're okay. going to have to find a new place yeah, to go. You're kind of, no, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. It goes down to the technicalities. That's, I think there's some legal mumbo jumbo for yeah. you. That's legit. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yes, I think that's a fair point. So here's, here's the deal. I think that, uh, I think if you have legitimate reasons, mm-hmm. then you should it, you should definitely have a say because what you agreed to at the beginning was unless you talked about it, right? Message doesn't address that. What you agreed to at the beginning is I will live with you. We are responsible in a legally binding contract for yep. this place. Yep, and this is what we've agreed to. You start to change the circumstances, then yeah, all parties involved should at least have have a say in it because. Mm-hmm. You've now changed the circumstances for what you legally signed your name for. Yes. Gilbert, uh, wh- what do you think? Should uh, should the roommate be able to have a say, veto power? Yeah. What would your advice be to that friend? I don't know. I think they should have a say for sure. Um, but, I mean, if you're committed to that relationship pretty bad, maybe you should get your own place. Yeah. So, okay. So you, Gil, you said that, Gilbert. Thank you. He said that. So what if, let's say... It's July. I have no idea when they sign a lease. Let's say it runs out in November. So then you're saying, tell November, stick it out, got to live separately, and then figure out after the lease runs out. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. What if it's longer? Is there a too long period? What if they just re-signed well, a month and a like half ago? Like a month ago, and a half ago. And they got, a, they got the next 10 and a half months. <sighs> Honestly, I just think... I think Devil's advocate, purely. I'm not making an argument one way or the other. Just all, all bases covered since somebody reached out for us. Um, I'm all about changing your life. I'm all about taking, taking control and being like, okay, well, I'm going to bounce and I'm going to go this other direction, okay. right? Always been something that I have been all for. I feel like there's a but and or however coming. No. I think that if you if you are unhappy in this situation, move. If if this person is on the lease with you and they want to move their their significant other in, they have all rights to do that if their name is on the rental agreement. Right. They have all rights to do that. According depending on your like if you depending on your landlord, of course, you have to bring it up with your landlord and that whole from a legal shenanigans. Standpoint. Gotcha, but from gotcha, a legal gotcha, standpoint, gotcha. they they have the right to be able to bring somebody else in. Um so if you don't like it, I guess move out. That person may not be on the lease though. Like their significant other may not be on the lease. Right. So I can tell you in my experience, know. normally they're not going to be because usually places will charge you a fee to throw yep. down another name. So what you do is not. Yep. And then you just move them in. Okay. So legally McCall's covered all bases. I think the solution as a whole is you, depending on the time, if you didn't recently sign it, you just make do and then 
consider getting your own place. Okay, so all that. So let's backtrack even further because here's the deal. I think you start with can a third wheel roommate actually work? Because I gotta tell you, I think the answer is a pretty resounding, absolutely unequivocally no. Agreed. Beezer Locky Key debate today with AJ and McCall on VFX. So in the Palmer Home Furnishing poll today, can a roommate veto someone's significant other moving in? 87% of people said yes. Roommate could say, ah. And I think McCall and Gilbert call it made kind of the same point. McCall brought up the legal standpoint of if there's only one of the roommate's names on the lease, legally, I'd be like, no or yes, my call, my right. responsibility, my name's on the lease, something gets right. broken, it's on me. Right. So let's backtrack a little bit further then. So if that many people say that there's that veto power, can you infer just a little bit that maybe they think that it's maybe not a good idea as a whole? I mean, you could, but also like moving in with somebody is such a pain in the butt. I mean, like, <laughs> I love it. You're talking about like, just as a, as a roommate or as a significant other? No, just, just as a whole. All, all moving, overarching moving in. Got moving it. in because then you got to get used to other people's habits. And so maybe that, maybe that roommate, they don't like their other roommate's habits. And so throwing mm. in a third party is like, gosh, dang it. Now I got to get used to somebody mm. else's habits okay. and yes. all of that stuff. I second what you're that's, saying. That's no fun. No, I, I second what you're saying. Uh, Audrey, what do you think? Can the, the third third wheel and roommate work? I think it's a horrible idea. Um, having been in that situation myself, um, and the my roommate didn't ask his significant other just moved in. I became the third wheel. Relationships were hurt. It's just an awful idea. Do you think it can work whatsoever that a third wheel roommate can survive in a apartment or whatever with a relationship? Mm, no, I lean that way as well because. Two thought processes for you. So in our situation, best friends living together, now right. significant other wants to move in roommate, best friend, the one that's not dating, gets bad vibes, uncomfortable with it, doesn't want to do it. Right. Also, obviously doesn't want to torch the friendship, you know, best friends. What? So in that I know, right, crazy. Strange. In that situation, if you're the third wheel in roommate, one of the issues would be, obviously, you don't want to get v- outvoted on everything because the other two are in a right. couple. That's a majority. Yep. The other thing is it puts a strain on the friendship because not to say you can't disagree with the relationship and I don't want to stereotype, but that also poses a challenge because what if you disagree with your significant other to agree with a roommate? That's a bad There's another move. discussion coming eventually yep, for you. That's a bad move. I personally don't think it can work at all. No. I think initially it's fine. Right, right. If you're getting your bearings to be able to go somewhere else. But it's not. It is a, it is a very short expiration. Not, yep, it is not a long game. You cannot be having any sort of like a long game situation in that. Because I think fundamentally the way uh, people live when their significant other lives with them and people that don't have significant others is different. Right. I think that relationships mostly need to grow in their own space anyway. Agreed. It just, it's not going to go well. I've been in both sides. I've been yeah. the third wheel. I've made a friend a third wheel. Both times it strains the friendship. Now I want to, I want to pitch an idea to you. Hit me. Neighbors, let's, love it. Neighbors, <laughs> you get to live in the backyard. So, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, good just, news, you're camping. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no. Let's flip the script a little bit. Oh, so, what if, like, I don't know, say a couple decides that they want to have somebody come in and live as like a roommate type situation, like me in the same house, like me, like you, like. Dustin and I were to say, "Hey, let's open this up, and then like we can we can have somebody come rent out a room in our house oh. or something along those lines." Where does that fall? Because now I'm curious because I'm like, "Hey, let's flip the script a little bit." I think I think if in that case you're off, you're the landlords, mm-hmm. so the person coming in is going to need to understand the situation. However, I still think it's not a great idea because okay, think of all. And th- I think this is the big problem. Think of all the. Uh, time for granted you take think of all the alone time that you take for granted because you and Dustin could just do whatever you want because there's nobody there it's your house right it's the dogs are there sorry if I don't include right. dogs, yell. but you guys could do whatever you want so in that situation I guess if you're comfortable but I still think it would not be a good long term idea for the health of your relationship hmm. okay I don't think it would be a good idea okay I'm just I'm interested to know what your what your stance is on it. I appreciate it. I'm not gonna take it, but <laughs> I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know what your thought was. That 
Real, qu- real quick pause for everyone. <laughs> That's the problem with giving advice nowadays. Is every- nobody, nobody wants really advice. Cares. They want you to validate what you they exactly. think. So, you know, life example there for you. I Welcome. don't think it could work whatsoever. It's short, short time, yes. Long term, it's going to doom the friendship, the relationship, or both. So for our friend... I think uh, I think that's where you got to end him. A call. What's your advice for the friend who's not the dating one? How do they go about it? Get out. <laughs> I was gonna say. I don't know. Be if they're gonna... honest and calm, but sure. yeah, leave. I think I think yes, be honest and calm. But I also think that if if they're gonna move them in, you're just gonna have to find somewhere else. I mean, it sucks, but. Now, McCall, uh, we got somebody who's uh, waiting on the line. Didn't want to get in on uh, the debated eight topic, but actually need some advice as well, and apparently are super outraged. Oh, good. We'll see what Chad is so mad about after Marshmallow and Halsey. That's in about uh, five minutes on VFX. Our man Chad has uh, been nice enough to wait on the phone. He has an issue he wants our opinion on as well. Awesome. We're sharing outrage on VFX. Yes. AJ McCall. So, Chad, uh, what's going on? Man, thank you guys for taking my call. I appreciate it. So I, I have a baby girl. She's about a year and a half. And we have an Alexa in her room. And every night we we play lullaby music on there. We just tell Alexa, hey, play instrumental lullaby station. And I've heard things like the Star Wars theme. That's fine. I've heard even the Jurassic Park theme, and that's okay. But the other day I was in her room and we were playing and it was on, and then I started hearing songs like Blurred Lines and Hotline Bling and The Real Slim Shady. And this is just unacceptable to be on a children's playlist. You said it was an instrumental station, though, right? Yes. I mean, it plays the instrumentals, but it's playing songs that shouldn't be played for babies. Uh, if the lyrics were included, but isn't the lyrics what makes them bad? What's going to happen when she gets old enough to understand words? She's going to hear those instrumentals and be like, oh, this is what I fall asleep to at night. And I don't need my daughter running around saying, you know, you know, I want it. You know, I need it. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh, Chad. That was really good. That was, no, it was, a good, it was a good impression of, the, you know, uh, what's his name? From Blurred, Blurred Lines. Lines. He's a piece of crap. Robin Thicke. That guy. He's a piece You're of welcome. garbage. That's his name. Okay, so am I missing? Help me out here, McCall. I, Instrumental is still bad with no um, lyrics. Look, I think I will probably like. There's there's a TikTok video that goes around every once in a while that's going around right now about uh, instrumentals, right? To uh, the somebody come get her, right? Right, right, right. right. So that instrumental orchestra rendition uh-huh. of the song. Which I love. People are like, I'm going to walk down the aisle to that. Right? Right. A bit much, but okay, yeah. I, I'm um, listening still. I think there's a lot to be said about the uh, connotations with some of these songs. So you think Chad's right then? However, if she's a year and a half old and she's listening to these instrumental songs, I don't necessarily think she's going to remember the instrumental to... Real Slim Shady, please stand up. Which is a good song for Such the Such a good song. By the way, Not I'm looking it up right now. you let your kids listen no, to it. No, but I'm looking up an instrumental jazz version right now because there's <laughs> got to be one, right? You'd imagine. You're just So now I'm going to listen. I want, I'm curious. I'm curious uh, if this is like good bedtime lullaby jams because I may start listening to it myself. So then when I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I'm Slim Shadiest, I'm the real Shady, I'll, <laughs> I'll know where it came from. <laughs> Maybe Jazz maybe it's instrumentalist. A, maybe it's a non-parent yes. perspective. Like I, I'm with you. Like the lyrics are what makes it right, bad. Right. And I guess I can't wrap my head around thinking that long term. But I still feel like the kid's not gonna remember. No. And if it works, it works, right? Isn't that something we see with parents a lot? They usually yep not willing to try about everything but willing to try a fair amount of things you know for sleep yeah. eating those things. Uh, parents help chad is outraged been instrumentals of songs like the real slim shady and blurred lines which the the lyrics admittedly we get it yeah totally know what you're saying with the lyrics but they're instrumentals right it's literally just 
planky strings. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX or call in like Chad, 435-787-0945. It's Chad Wright or is Chad blowing this out of proportion? Because I got to say. I don't know, man. Eh, on VFX. All things AJ and McCall can be found at utahsvfx.com, whether it is the blogs, the music news, the podcast. There's their own little section actually up there, too, uh, right on the homepage. Is uh, Kennedy Dodd's interview when she was in this past Thursday. She was the local teen who was on America's Got Talent. If you haven't seen her performance, it's amazing. That is on the front page. And then, of course, search for podcasts anywhere they are. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, AJ and McCall. That's all you got to do. So, if you missed it, Chad called in and he was extremely frustrated because his uh, daughter was on, uh, or his daughter's playlist that they play on their smart speaker had uh, some more mature songs, shall we say? I guess. The hang up is that they were the instrumentals. Right. Now we got a text message here. It says, I, I think Chad's being a little bit over the top. However, my question is, if it is a child station, why are there instrumentals of blank? Songs. I don't want to tell you the right, artist right, is yet because right, we're right. going to resume it. Which I think is a fair question. However, McCall, as I she said, them. was doing her, some research. AJ McCall VFX. Just just give these these the two two artists, two songs specifically Chad mentioned. Just, just give these a listen real quick and see, see if, if they bug you that much. So here's the first one. Sounds like weather channel music. It does. Maybe or little, elevator. Maybe a little bit of a like a Wii, like you're in the Wii menu. Yeah. Anybody guess what that is? If you heard what chat is, you should have an insight. If not, you can have a fun little guess again. Yeah. You got nothing? No. Got nothing? No. I like it. Yeah. Ah. There it is. Blurred lines. Yep. yep. Up until literally that last part, I had no idea what it yep. was. Okay. Okay. So that. Okay. I think those are bad. No, I don't. I think they're bad. Okay. okay, here's the other artist and song that Chad mentioned. Now everybody should recognize this. Yeah. But I gotta tell you, I don't hate it. Who's I, the cool band director that was I like, know. we're gonna do Slim Guys, Shady we're in doing jazz it. form? Let's go. Very impressed. I, if, I'm actually really impressed how many like different songs there are to just type in. Name of song, jazz, instrumental, YouTube, go. So impressive. Look, really? I, I think... Uh, oh, man, this is going to come up on my suggestions now. Crap. But that the, this Slim Shady one, that was good. Yeah, I, like well, the jazz I like I like so, my... Uh, you're, you're not a... Neither of us are parents. You're a, no. a, an aunt, though. Sure. What, what do you think? So if, say, your sister was like, same problem as Chad. Mm-hmm. Much more involved in that. No offense to Chad's kid. Right. You don't know Chad's kid. Right. I'm sure she's lovely. Yeah. Says his daughter. What What would your take be on it? Because I think, like, I'm not to say that those are the instrumentals either that Chad necessarily was listening to. Those are just the ones right. McCall found, and I think they're actually not bad. I agree. But even if it was just a straight-up Slim Shady instrumental, no Eminem lyrics, no nothing, just the actual instrumental. Look, I, I don't think that it's awful. Okay, maybe that makes me an awful person, but I'm like, mm, eh. it's an instrumental. Okay, like cool. There's you as an appreciator of music as a whole. There is a lot that you can appreciate about the music behind the vocals. You can listen sure. to the music itself and be like, wow, that is incredible. Wow, listen to that saxophone. That's cool. <laughs> Go for it. Okay? Like, there's, there's a lot to be appreciated about the way that music is created. So, I think it's a learning experience for your child, if not anything, to teach them that they can appreciate music. If you don't appreciate the lyrics, the words, the words may be inappropriate, you know, right. in your brain. There's no lyrics. Just or whatever the case may be. But... The music itself can be appreciated. I just want you to know, me and my infinite wisdom when it comes to raising kids doesn't think you're a bad person if that's your take when it comes to your nephew. No. I think it's fine. I don't think they're going to remember. I think it's instrumental. I think you're okay. Yep. You want to say otherwise, 68255, the number to text, start your text with VFX. It's always a way to get on the AJ and McCall show. The term Kool-Aid house has come up a few times Couple. on the AJ and McCall show on VFX. A handful. And if you're unfamiliar with that slang... Come on, guys. Come on. 
catch up. No, it's uh, the house is no, a kid. Kool-Aid. Hello. Your kids. Yeah. <laughs> okay, see now the more you say Kool-Aid, when really it just sounds like we're covering up for some kind of drug thing. No, it's just Kool-Aid, okay? It's Blue the kind's house, the best. Uh, that is I don't have time to get into that with you because that's not the topic. Oh. <laughs> Cool Sorry. house is the house you wanted to hang out as a kid. Right. Because the rich ones maybe they said something cool. That's the house you wanted to be. So the question is, McCall, mm-hmm. there was a tweet going around that said, uh, my wife growing up think having water or ice suspensors in the fridge was a life goal. I grew up thinking if you had a basketball hoop with a clear plexiglass backboard, you were rich. So what are the things that were indicators for you of wealth? Because I can tell you, having the once the they became much more popular, the water and ice suspensors yep, in the fridge, it. I thought I for did. sure. I was like, that's the fanciest fridge ever. That's it. I love that. Having a separate ice cream fridge is cool. A freezer is cool. Yes. That's neat. I, I want, if you had ice cream in your freezer, you were rich to me. If you had like fair. on-brand detergent, you were rich to me. If you had full shampoo and conditioner in your shower, you were rich to me. I'm not kidding. Travis says friends with uh, fruit snacks and Capri Suns to have yeah. at their own discretion were rich in my eyes. Yep. Totally. Because my house, you had a limit. You can only have like so many per day. Yeah. Mine was one a week. <laughs> it lasts. <laughs> Call just sips on it for four days Good straight. Luck. Here's one for you. Uh, Tori said if you had braces. I yeah. tell you, I thought the exact same thing because it always seemed like it was the well-off popular kids that were getting the braces. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree with Tori on that one. Tiffany says soda that wasn't Shasta. I never got name brand anything. Yep. I'm sorry, McCall. It's fine. You get Captain Crunch, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you're rich. Wow. Yeah, so there was somebody who said the name brand cereals yep. was also a side. Uh, Rebecca says having a well-air-conditioned well house during the summer or heated in the winter. Yeah. Rebecca, I can tell you, as someone who doesn't have central air now, I've taken a step backwards. I completely agree. I yeah. miss it so much. It's so nice. I love it. Uh, it's the greatest thing. No, those are, it's, it's interesting the things that, like, looking back, I can see, and I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, you guys were rich. That's cool. Food was a big one Food for me. Was That's a big why one. our Kool Aid house was a Kool Aid house because they always had like fruit snacks or your hostess products, yep. and they were always there. We could have them whenever we want. I was like, this is amazing. Yep. Like, let's just go to Andrew's house just to eat. I don't even care what we do when we get there. I just want to eat. You had soda in your fridge. I was like, oof, you guys are rich. Oh, yeah. You Andrew's guys- house, they had the, the second fridge out in the garage, which I've already made my opinion very clear. Right. It's a very good, it's a sign See, of, mine's not of even, doing well. Mine's not even sodas. like second fridge. Mine sodas. is like, Single fridge. If I opened your fridge and you had food in it, I thought you were rich. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I opened my fridge. I was like, okay, we got mustard, which is disgusting. And <laughs> like, there's some meat back there. I guess I can eat that. Woo, mustard and meat. Woo, killing it. Woo, Woo cheese. <laughs> we had cheese. I was like hyped. <laughs> Man, I love me some cheese. This is the best. What, what is this? <laughs> Tuna fish. We had tuna fish. And that mustard. was also in the fridge. What is your <laughs> What did you think made someone wealthy when you were a kid? You're like, oh my gosh, they have fruit snacks. And not only that, Andrew's mom had the hanging basket of fruit snacks. There was three of them. It was like hosted. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, Andrew's house. Whatever That's my house right Andrew's now. House. I'm like hyped. I love it. McCall's rich. Kids. I get excited. McCall I, dude, is rich. I get so excited. I bought so many gushers over the weekend. I love them. I, I bought them and yeah, yeah, was like, purchases dude, and I love gushers. They're my favorite. We took them Yay. camping with us and I was grabbing snacks and I told Dustin, I was like, you want some gushers? And he's like, gushers? What kind of snack is that? And I about swallowed my tongue. You have no idea. I was appalled because I have a whole, like, our snack compartment in our house is like full of gushers. I'm like, why is Dustin not eating these? Turns out he doesn't like them. So there's that. Look, McCall, I'm not saying you should break up with him. No, no, I just have to eat all the gushers. It's great. I get to keep all the gushers to myself. What a sacrifice on your part. I know. How do you handle that? I don't even know. Uh, Utah's VFX, all social media. Okay, so since we talk about going outside a whole lot, you outside, Ashley outside, therefore I have to go outside. AJ McCall at VFX. Oh, no. I feel like recently, I know it's the worst. The worst. The sun's out there. I got to go outside. Did you get burned, by the way? We talked about sunburns. I thought so, because that was my... You can uh, see a little bit of color on my nose. My your nose strips and, and your forehead strips. My forehead AJ strips. AJ McCall at VFX. I just wanted to double check because yeah. that was the reason why I was like, I'm pretty sure McCall's going to get burnt. No, I put on, I wore sunscreen. The first day that we were there, though, I, I got some sun on my nose. Just double check them. It was nice. The temperature up there, I mean, like max of like 82. But the problem was is that, you know, the sun's outside. So 
when you yeah. don't put sunscreen on it, and it it's burns a jerk. You. It burns you. No, so we talk about going outside all the time, right. but then recently we've kind of <laughs> bashed the outside vehicles. Boat, no. Nah. Van, no. You have legs, just like you know. I'm not saying that that it's it's not convenient, but like I'm not gonna buy a boat. Nah. No. Vandemic is underway, apparently. There's been a shortage of specifically camping vans and boats as people try to salvage their summer in the age of pandemic. Boats so they've been paying vans. outrageous uh, rates to get them. So then what are the actual outdoor vehicles worth having, McCall? Because you already four trashed wheelers. on vans and no, just four-wheelers. I like four-wheelers. Side-by-sides are cool. Um, I like four-wheelers a lot. I'm in on four-wheelers. I'm trying to think. What else? What else? Trailers? I can, of course, take Trailers my four-wheeler out on the, on the water. Duh. I guess jet skis are cool. Get one of those big paddle boats. Just basically a bicycle yeah, with a out. big paddle. Work it out. Just, work it out. This is the stupidest idea. Um, kayaks are cool. I think you should get a camping van. No. They're expensive. Look, well, I could buy like a normal. Cheap. No. Look, you're going to drop like 40 grand on a camping okay, van. Okay, fine. You've been Pass. fishing a whole lot more boat it is. No. I just want a trailer. <laughs> Give me a little trailer. That's not a trailer. Call it good. Yeah, well, your trailer can't go in the water. Well, I don't necessarily want to go in the water unless I got waders on and I'm going to be fly fishing because I learned how to do that this weekend. It's the coolest thing in the world. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it more. That's, of course, where you fish while paragliding, right? No. (laughs) I'm going to, like, smash my face against this window. How dare you even say that? (laughs) It's like crossbow paraglide fishing. Somewhere Pew, you know, somewhere it. out there, the hunting channel no. or the X Games is like, this is a great idea. That's not a bad idea. Let's do this. Let's do. No. They already have the the, the Olympic, uh, the biathlon, the winter one. They ski and shoot stuff. Oh, what's that called? It has like a specific name to it. That was the bi. It's not the biathlon. It's so yeah. Dumb. You said biathlon. I was country, like, whatever what are you talking that about? That already exists as an Olympic sport. So me saying paragliding and fishing is crazy. Get out of here. That is crazy. That's literally an Olympic event. Have you they ever ski been and fish- shoot AJ, stuff. AJ, AJ, AJ. McCall, 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 McCall. Have you ever even been fishing? Yeah. Yes, I have been fishing. Okay. So you know how like... Probably she gave me this look difficult. like I was lying about it. Like yeah. I was like, oh, I want all the people to like me. I better lie about this dumb activity. <laughs> yes, I've been fishing. How dare you? I just I just was curious because like if you've ever been fishing, you know that like paragliding while fishing is probably like next to impossible. That's why it's going to be an X game sport, potentially a future Olympic event. How often do you ski with a shotgun and shoot targets? <laughs> I'm just going to keep going back to that event because it makes no I, sense. I can't believe that's a thing. I don't uh, see a bunch of like people cross, going down Beaver Mountain like, just... Well, that's good because that would be bad. Um, no, if you've got like snowshoes on or something and you're doing like a trick type thing where it's like... Stop! Target! Fine. But... Like skiing, if you're like actually skiing, like yeah, it's the down, skirt, skirting down it's the, the mountain. downhill twelve gauge slalom. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you imagine if they had suspended targets in the air and they went off a. It's the natural evolution of this. Now this I'm on is this. Awful. It's no. they're gonna suspend targets. No. They're gonna go Stop off it. a ramp and they have they're to shoot targets while they <laughs> fly by. Do a flip in the air. You could do the clay pigeons while you're going off the ramp, no. and they can just pull and just shoot the pigeon Stop. across your face. This is the worst idea in the Hunting world. Hunting channel, contact me. I've got a million ideas. Stop it. I'm revolutionizing all no. hunting sports right now. No. <laughs> this is awful. You have to shoot a deer while riding a bucking bronco. <laughs> no. <laughs> These are Olympic events that happen. These are horrible. <laughs> It. Get AJ off the Olympic <laughs> committee. <laughs> no more ideas from him. We're done. VFX's Facebook roulette, the last thing we leave you with for the AJ and McCall show. And could be your post. AJ and I, McCall Taylor, add us on Facebook to play. So, McCall, what are you choosing? Well, I am going to land on. I have a lovely little post here from my friend, uh, Maddie is her name, and she shared a picture of her daughter. She finally pooped in the potty. She's so excited. I'm sure that's a proud moment. I'm so happy for you.
I landed on my friend uh, David. It says the perfect actor doesn't exist. And it's, I believe, Wishbone from the TV series, oh. who's dressed up as a detective. Yes. Or, yeah, Detective Sherlock yes. Holmes and Archer, and I believe that's Shakespeare. Yes. It's a doggo. Yes. You can win because Wishbone's the best. <laughs> One of your favorite shows as a I kid. I love Wishbone. Is that where your love of dogs started just out of curiosity? Probably. The AJ either, Knight. Either that one or Clifford. Yeah. Yeah. Who didn't love Clifford? I want a big red dog. What would you do with a dog that size? Love it. Duh. Where would you keep it? I have you an have acre and a third. animals. And I have enough land for him to be able to roam around. Take us forever to build him a dog house, but it'd be okay. It'd be fine. If anyone in, runs into you. any Clifford the Big Red Dogs, we'll call it happy to take him off your hands. Yep. The AJ Knight theme called Taylor. Add us across all social media, just like Utah's VFX, across all social media. Utah'sVFX.com is the contest, the music news, the blogs, and of course the podcast. Or search for AJ and McCall anywhere podcasts are. Yep. Like Spotify. Yep. Can you believe it's July? No. Like you left and it was almost July. Yep. And now it is July. And so, everyone keeps talking about halftime of 2020 and... I hope that the second half, I hope we're a, a team that rallies. I really want to rally. I'm sure. still terrified. Yeah. You're not yeah. instilling confidence in me. No. Oh, boy. All right. Well, just take it one day at a time. Tell tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.